0: Well, shalom and welcome to a voice calling in the wilderness, a trumpet call, a voice crying out loud for God to those that would hear, so that they would run to him, that they might be warned. We are here sounding the alarm that our time here on earth is short and that we have no time to waste. Here we will expose the truth, teach the word, discuss the dangers, lies, and enemies we are surrounded by, and how to engage in the war we are standing right in the middle of. Today we're talking with Brian, Aiden, and Grant about current events and what the Bible says about them, and what we can do in our world around us. Welcome to the show, gentlemen.
1: How's it going? Thanks for having us, J.D.
0: (laughs) So every day it seems like we wake up and the news is, it it just seems to me that it's uh, gone off the rails. I mean, there's so many things where you're like, there's no way that can happen. Then you're like, what? Wait a minute! Yeah, this is insanity. Uh, I, I it seems to be a world gone mad in every aspect, and and you you hit on one obviously with our current president and his uh, desire to give incredible amounts of taxpayer dollars mm-hmm. to people who entered our country illegally. Yeah. You know, they committed a crime coming into our country and he wants to reward them because they didn't get treated in the nicest manner maybe. Mm -hmm. And he's going to do so by taking money from the taxpayers to do so when we have incredible needs in our country Mm -hmm. with – you know, inner city homeless and and children that don't have enough food or clothing or we have educational needs in some districts where they don't have enough textbooks. They have to share textbooks. We don't have heating or cooling in some of our schools. We could go on for days about the needs in this country where the dollar should be spent. Yeah. And yet we're going to spend it on people who broke the law to come here. Yep. That's a level of insanity that I don't think you can script.
2: It's, I mean, we also have all the spending that we've been doing for years and years that just go to foreign countries. You know, Mm -hmm. we just send money to foreign countries, forget fixing what's here. He wants to, you know, do a $3.5 trillion spending, you know, reconciliation bill to to fix what's here. Um, Infrastructure was named like once in that bill. If we (laughs) stop... You know, giving all our money away to the rest of the world and fix what's here first and get in a better place where we're no longer in debt, then you can start saying, okay, help people, exactly. let, let's see what we can do to help, you know.
1: You got to fill your own bucket before you can start handing out like water. We, We've
2: emptied ourselves to the point, you know, where we are no longer in a place of, of being able to give, you know, we're so far in debt, it's oh, ridiculous.
0: Yeah, and what you guys are talking about is fiscal responsibility, which right. is something that I don't think anyone in our government has a concept of anymore. And, and one of the reasons um, for us as Christians to be discussing this is, one, we have to be aware of what's going on in our world, what our uh-huh. representative government is doing. I mean, they are supposed to represent our will. Uh-huh. And I don't know that I could find two people that I know that would agree with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so that tells me that they're not doing the will of the people, right? that they have an agenda outside of what the electorate body has desired. Mm-hmm. So as believers, we need to be knowing what they're doing, and then we have to be vocal and speak out about it. Mm-hmm. We have to let our representatives, our elected officials know that – both, right? We need to let them know if they're doing a good job, and we like what they're doing, and we need to let them know when they're not doing something we want, and uh-huh. we want them to not do that, or we want them to change what they're doing. Uh-huh. For too long, we've been quiet. The The Christian majority in this nation has been silent. Either we have decided we don't want to be involved in politics because some person on CNN or MSNBC says— There has to be a separation of church and state, so Christians can't have a say. Mm. Well, that's ridiculous.
2: Well, that's just Mm. CNN lying about (laughs) things again.
0: Right, but there's no way that that's even close to what's written into our Constitution. Oh, no. It's all
1: misinterpretation that Mm. they're But there's
0: a lot of believers that think that Mm -hmm. they should be quiet because, one, if they don't, then they're going to step out and say something, and they're going to get ridiculed, they're going to get chastised, they're going to get called names— And they're going to be demonized for their opinion. We're all citizens of this nation. You still have a right to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. We never lost that right. We may have given it away in a lot of cases, but there's no reason why we can't take it back. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we need to do as believers in this nation. Because one of the reasons that we're going through all this pain right now And if you're not going through any pain in this nation, then you're asleep, just so (laughs) you know, (laughs) because there's a lot of painful things are going on. Yeah. All of us are going to now get to pay a lot more money at the gas pump and at the grocery store. Mm -hmm. Our taxes are going up. Mm -hmm. Inflation is out of control. Yeah. And we're facing a pretty bad monetary crisis just over the horizon. Almost every world economist says there's a major crash coming. Well, that's
2: the whole goal because that allows them to institute the great reset. Mm-hmm.
0: And we see more encroachment on our rights right now. That point in the direction that would get us to that same goal.
2: I wonder if people realize that Biden's Build Back Better is actually straight off the World Economic Forum's um, agenda. Like they call their whole agenda for for making the world one economy and, and going mm-hmm. in that direction and chain in the great reset it, they named it build back better. Yeah. Did they really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all over their, their website. You can, you can actually look it up and you can look at every little step. This is what schools should do. This is what the media needs to do. This is what, you know, And they want
1: that to be a worldwide, and, and that's what's oh, going yeah.
2: on. And, and what <laughs> we see if, you know, all those instructions on how to, how to basically, Change and take over, you know, from from within. It's it's all right there. You can Google it. Google actually allows you to read all that.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to ignore the thing that you want everybody doing. So yeah. obviously that You're one right. we're, gonna, we're gonna let that one through. you can put the truth know, right, right, right in right? their face and they right. wouldn't because, see it? Yeah, well, exactly. honestly, how many people, like you said, how many people are aware of it? How many people have gone out and read this information. That's one of the major things that I think that believers need to start doing is taking responsibility for their education. There's so many people I know that don't <clears throat> haven't don't know half these stories we were talking. And we have you know. to be informed. Yeah. An uninformed society is slaves. Uh-huh. And if you don't want to be a slave, then you must inform yourself. Uh-huh. Well,
2: we have the president that we have and we have the the representatives and the congressmen that we have. Because uh, it's an uninformed society. Yeah. People it, just vote party lines and what they're <clears> told in the media. Um, and they vote based on emotional. Emotion. That's connection. what I was going to say. You know, they don't actually know why. Right. Well, and, and except for a small percentage. Mm-hmm.
0: And we've seen there is a battle for what is truth. Um, and if, if anybody likes to read out there. There's a great book that I uh, highly recommend. It's by Abdu Murray. It's called uh, Saving Truth. Uh And and he talks about us living in a post-truth society. And boy, do we ever. Uh Um, If you watch mainstream media and you flip the channel from Fox News to CNN to MSNBC to ABC News over to OAN, Uh um, Real News Network, I mean, you can get – as many channels as there are, you can get that many versions of what's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and anybody with a a mind that allows them to make discernment can go, that can't happen. Right. There's huh. either this happened or it didn't happen. Right. And you can't have that many versions of it. And so news media, quite honestly, seems to be reporting a perspective. Rather than the truth.
1: Oh, it's it's crazy. (laughs) I can't believe how opposite like sides (laughs) (laughs) you like just from flipping one channel that you'll get from a news network that's supposed to be reporting what's happening. And it just I feel like it's all opinion based.
0: Mm. There's a ton of opinion. That's absolutely right. So as a believer, you have to be we're told to be discerning. So you can't go watch one outlet. You can't even go to PBS or... or uh... Oh, PBS is just propaganda now, too. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Unfortunately, that used to be like well, the, the, the most boring
0: way. thing you could yeah. go to, but at least it told you the it was facts. super
2: mutual. It was right in the middle. It was... And, yeah.
0: and NPR is the same way. I mean, here this is a propaganda machine, if you ask me. Oh, we oh, pay for the it. The whole system. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that we pay, for, <laughs> we pay yeah, it for, for it. out of our <laughs> taxpayers' money. That makes you feel a little warm fuzzy mm, inside. Yes, it does. <laughs> but... You can't just go to one news source like CNN or Fox News or OAN or any of these and say, okay, here's the truth. Uh-huh. It, it Honestly, you have to do some comparisons. Uh-huh. And and on top of that, you have to be honest with yourself about what is the nature of man, right? Uh-huh. Right. And so if you start re- looking at this media and you start hearing what they're saying, you're going, oh, wait a second. This doesn't sound likely. Right. And then you can do more, more digging and more information. This is, takes work.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Ma- maintaining your freedom, maintaining your rights, and maintaining this nation is not effortless. Uh-huh. And we have, at least in my lifetime, it seems that we have got to this idea that just being an American should be effortless. Right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there couldn't be anything further from the truth. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin told us it would take work to keep what he gave us.
1: Yeah. Oh, what, yeah. what the
0: founding fathers gave us mm-hmm. it was going to take effort, that we were going to have to fight and struggle and work to maintain what we have to keep it. Yeah. We haven't done that. No.
1: Well, I think as things get easier, like the internet, our phones, all this stuff, as things get easier, it's way harder for people to, you know, find out and do the actual work because like well everything else is easier so they're falling into this mindset that everything is like that and they don't want to go and do the research and the work and become lazy exactly (laughs) and I feel like it's gotten harder anyway too just because the news is so opinion based I feel like you know,
3: there's just, back there's, then it there's was so easier much, to yeah. actually there's,
1: find information. <laughs> there's so
3: much misinformation, disinformation, mm-hmm. and just information. Period. It's it's so you know you have to definitely ask the Lord's discernment. Yeah, so, that give you discernment to you know, sift through
0: that. So the majority of our media outlets in this country are controlled by basically four entities, mm-hmm. four, four corporations, for profit entities. Yeah, but here's the thing. Go back 50 years and there were hundreds uh-huh. Uh-huh. of independent yep. organizations. Now, using their, uh, and we used to have this thing, and I'm, I'm maybe the only one old enough, and you might be, but we had this thing back in the day when companies tried to come together and, and get bigger. When when our government and, uh, and the people thought that they were getting too big, and we monop- stopped it. Monopoly, monopoly. Yeah. right? Yeah. So they did that with Mopel. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. So, when when Ma Bell tried to get become this media giant, yep. back in what was it the eighties, late eighties, early nineties? I think it was. They they said no. Mm-hmm. Then they stopped them and they broke them up. <laughs> yep. So mm-hmm. we didn't do that with the news media. We didn't do that with these media corporations because they went and they had people go to Congress and they lobbied to get around these rules and laws and allowed themselves to merge here and merge there and swallow up this newspaper and that television station till one day there, there's only four left. Uh We ignored that as it happened.
2: One of the biggest mistakes that we made, I think is allowing lobbyists to actually, Mm. um, have a place in in you know what we would call the civil discourse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because those lobbyists are always paid for representing some sort of company.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Oh yeah, well they're not. They and those companies pretty much never have the best interest of the American people at heart. So you've got on one side you've got representatives supposed to be representing the people, and then you've got lobbyists over here who are offering incentives. Oh, yeah you know quid pro quo but mm-hmm. its $2 million, but they dollars do to your
0: re-election campaign, right right but, and, and
2: they do it in ways <laughs> that are you know dance around the law so that you know it's not necessarily illegal even though the books say you're not supposed to be able to pay your politician to do to, to do this mm-hmm. but they're they're getting kickbacks, and the proof is in the pudding because you've got politician, career politicians who you know make a hundred and what, one hundred and seventy five k a year, uh-huh. and are worth you know Living tens of millions mansions. of dollars. Uh-huh. Oh, hon- but there should be oh, no millions. money in politics. I mean, right? It should be. It's a, it's a, it's called a civil service.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Somebody needs to dig into how Nancy Pelosi gets to be worth two hundred million dollars on. Two hundred grand a year,
2: exactly. You know, I did. I did um, hear someone say, "Hey, you know, we all had the opportunity to just invest what she was investing in." You know,
3: <laughs>
2: no, okay. not, not even close. Okay,
0: <laughs> right. Uh. But I mean, those are the questions that we haven't asked for fifty years, guys.
2: No, exactly. That, yeah, that's the no, whole point. We've
0: not held Congress, the president, we've not held them accountable.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, our Constitution says that we are supposed to have a balanced budget. Yeah. When was the
3: last time we had the balanced budget? I was going to
0: ask if you knew when the last time was. Was it Reagan? (laughs) No, Reagan.
3: Was it Reagan? Reagan? All the way back to Reagan? The last time we
2: were in the black was was
3: the end of Reagan. Well, okay, but the last time we actually tried to do a budget.
0: There you go. There's the next question. So having a budget at all. Yeah. Yeah. It was 08, I thought. Yes. We so have we don't not, even have a budget. For 12 years or 13 years now, we've not had a budget. We've just been raising the debt ceiling. Right. <laughs> so in 220 years, we incorporate or we got ourselves into $5 trillion worth of the debt. Uh-huh. And in 20 years, we've added almost $30 trillion to that. You mean so, in two years? Yeah. No, in thirty. So honestly, if you get up to the end of the last presidency, we were at about $17, 18 trillion Yeah,
2: and and under Trump, so we've had the, the debt went up quite significantly.
0: Yeah, like three, five, three or four, four trillion dollars. Yeah, we've gone up ten in the last seven months.
2: Yeah, I know that.
0: But we're in a
3: pandemic, and so we don't want to let that go to waste. In, yeah. in
0: seven months of this presidency. <clears throat> We have doubled the debt that it took 220 years to get. Yeah, not crazy. (laughs) Somebody help me with that math.
3: I can't. I can't think of how many planes it would take to carry all that. Yeah.
0: (laughs) But we have relinquished our responsibilities. Oh yeah, we have big time. And and the only way that we're going to regain control of this nation is to stand up and and do it. And, you know, it's going to take a lot from believers, believers to, to regain this nation. One, we've got to start with prayer. Uh We've got to take this serious. We have to one face the fact that there are serious, serious problems. Yes. We can't ignore the fact that there are problems in this country. And sitting in the building and listening to worship music and, listening to a pastor preach on Sunday isn't going to fix this problem.
1: Mm-mm.
0: We're going to have to get up and move our feet. It's going to have to be uncomfortable for a period of time. We're going to have to get vocal. We're going to have to get united in what we want. And you said that the the lobbyists were, you know, where things went wrong. And I think that where we went wrong was we didn't make our congressmen and our senators come back to the state to f- talk to the people and find out what they wanted, and then carry that message to Washington, we let them move to Washington and live there.
2: Right. Well, I was sa- how do you I was g- saying how do you represent the people
0: of Florida if you live in D.C.
2: Right.
0: I, I was saying the lobbyists is one one of the major problems. But, it is yeah. a major problem, but they wouldn't have any power if the people if the the representatives were in their state most of the time. Right. Exactly. They couldn't do their lobbying. Oh.
2: Yeah, the Texas Democrats wouldn't just be able to fly to D.C. and Oh, that didn't break. work out for them, did it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was the greatest thing on the planet. Whenever so the governor said, oh, well, I'm going to send you the Texas Rangers to get you. <laughs> <laughs> the federal government was like, can they do that? <laughs> Try and stop us. Exactly. Yep. Well, so one of the things that many people may not know is is. The House Representatives, the offices, uh, let's say the offices that belong to the representatives of Florida, those offices are actually considered part of Florida.
3: Oh, that's interesting. Well, In so D.C.?
0: What most mm-hmm.
2: people don't realize is that um, all those buildings belong to the
0: people. So when the Texas representatives went to D.C. Uh-huh. and went to the offices held by the D- Texas Democrats— They were in Texas. They were in Texas soil. So guess what? All the Texas Rangers, they have jurisdiction there.
1: Yeah. So they (laughs) – that's actually
0: amazing. (laughs) But there's just – these are just the little bitty things that most people don't know. But Probably because we don't get the education that we should anymore in our civics classes, right?
3: Right. I didn't know that. (laughs) Here's one I've heard before, and I don't know if this is true or not, so check me on it. But isn't all of our properties, when we sign on our mortgages, are actually registered in D.C.?
0: I don't remember that.
3: I had a friend that told me that once that you know you sign your mortgages and or whatever.
0: My guess be would wrong. be that somebody it's needs to check me on that. Because but I we have the central bank system that's mm-hmm. somehow related to that. I think so.
2: Yeah, it might have been something that has been um, you know an underlying thing mm-hmm. for a while, so that when they do try to flip the switch with the great reset, because the whole thing with the great reset is that whether you owe on property or not, mm-hmm. everybody loses their property. Everything that everybody owns, suddenly nobody owns anything except for the banks.
0: Uh And investment companies. Uh You got to make that distinction because the number one purchaser of property in the United States right now is uh, BlackRock. BlackRock is buying up America. America. For pennies on the dollar,
2: right? Well, that's now. But I'm saying if they if well, they actually do pull the trigger, they're going to keep all
0: their stuff. If they yeah. do, mm-hmm. well,
2: but they'll be they're a part of the system. though.
0: They are part of the system.
2: Um, but even if you own everything, you have outright <laughs> all your property, everything technically according to the Great Reset, you will no longer own that, and you will have to rent that. Uh-huh. That's the whole thing. And how they're going to get away with that is, at this point,
0: I I, I don't understand, but. So if you if you do watch the news or you read the newspapers or online news or whatever it it seems kind of hopeless right now when it comes to you get these bad news stories every day but there are a lot of good things that are happening mm-hmm. and and we got to make sure that we Make, help people stay focused on the fact that there's still hope and there's still goodness in the world. Oh man, yeah. Um, you know, we we here in Florida are extremely blessed for the governor that we have. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Um,
0: this this man and and he's creating a coalition of, of governors that are working with him and they're doing amazing things. You you look at the governor of uh, Louisiana and Texas and all three of them have now helped overcome this. And I kind of call it a blockade, this blockade of supply ships that have been stuck off of New York and California. Right? How many
3: is off the coast now of California? Isn't it like a
0: hundred? Oh, uh, if you went and looked today, yeah. they're all moving and uh-huh. going through the Panama Canal. Yeah, because yes. they're they're going to offload
2: cheaper. And and the whole thing is, it's about it's about the bottom dollars. So mm-hmm. the co- the companies that are shipping these things and the shipping companies, they all get money after things are delivered. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm so happy it's incentive. coming into
3: Florida because I'm really waiting for my IKEA furniture to come in, <laughs> yeah. and I know it's going to hit here first. <laughs> well, and, and That's last true. Week, at,
0: at the end of last week, we saw the first ship coming to. Miami. Yeah, that, that was awesome. That came from California, yes. <laughs> and then today there's a ton of ships that it went through the canal and are coming up the Gulf and they're coming to Texas, the Houston, and to Louisiana. I'm, I'm Louisiana. sure Biden is furious. Oh yeah. Well, and so thank God. Yeah. His response to the three of these states doing this was he started to he wants to fine the companies responsible for moving the freight from the ports and California whatnot, for each day they're delayed in not moving it. Oh. So he's blaming the people that are driving the these transport companies.
1: <laughs> that is insane to me that he wants to stop just growth of selling things. And it, It's not when
2: you think about their agenda, though. Well,
1: yeah, but it's just to a normal, sane person... <laughs>
3: And, and,
2: yet, the, just and yet the media backs him on all these plays oh, yeah. like it's a good thing.
3: Well, because they're getting the money, too. If I was trying to destroy America, there's nothing different I
0: would do. Exactly right. <laughs> Like he's this doing everything. Plan.
3: This is the plan. <laughs> well, and, and if
0: if we look in the Bible, it says exactly what we're seeing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Good will be counted as wrong yep. and wrong good. Yep. And up will be down, bad will, You know, all these things that we think are crazy— imagine it, if you will, there are people that think this is all a good idea. All right. Just normal people like us, right? There are people out there that think that he's doing a good job. Yep. And none of this is his fault. Can you imagine having that veil over your eyes?
2: Dude. Well, this is is, uh, bringing, brings it back to something I wanted to say earlier when you were talking about as Christians, you know, and when we're looking, um, you know, to figure out what the truth is, we need to use discernment. Mm -hmm. And... um, you know, if you're not a Christian, you can stumble across the truth. You can be averse to um, what's going on, um, but you often f- end up down trails that you know aren't necessarily good trails to be down when you're when you're searching the internet for for these things. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, there, you you not only have to try to discern the truth from a material perspective, from a worldly perspective. Uh-huh. I think in in the day and age that we're looking at now. Um, you have to have spiritual discernment. Yeah, you do absolutely. You have to yeah. test the spirits mm-hmm. on what you're what you're finding out to to discern if there's truth in it, yeah, and if it's all truth or partial truth, right? Um, absolutely, because I agree. It, it would appear. The the what's so cr- you know what we call so crazy and people being so believable you know gullible and believing all these things that that could be a delusion sent by God mm-hmm. you know there, it could it's be. it's Absolutely. so it's so on oh dude and, you know and, and
0: the Bible does tell us that uh, God will put a veil over some people's eyes mm-hmm. uh-huh. right. And quite honestly, I think most of those are non-believers, right? Uh Um, Well, it
2: does say, you know, um, that it'll come to deceive the elect if that were even possible. And you've got Christians out there that believe so much of what they're being told. Yep, And just
0: going with the flow. And and we have to start uh, a calculation, I guess you would call it, for each one of us. We have to start calculating how much in the world are we? Mm. right if you're if you're a, a real believer right mm. if, how much are you stuck in the world and how much are you in I... in the spiritual world with with Jesus and with God where where do you stand really uh-huh. is is your career so important to you that you would take the mark or you would turn in Christians for doing something that the government doesn't want them to do i mean where where do you really stand And I think that's something that we all have to, like, really start asking ourselves because the day is coming Uh when people are going to ask you, does your neighbor get more groceries than you think they need? Mm -hmm. You see them hoarding? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure, right? I mean, we already see that in some cities now.
2: Uh Oh, yeah. And our
0: federal government's actually said they have a hotline now for you to call in people you (laughs) think are hoarding.
2: Yeah, if they see you bringing in too many bags of groceries, they might just call
0: but I mean Well and they register, you know, they got like
3: these grocery stores, you know, you put in your phone number to get your discounts for all the groceries, you yeah, just paid I don't for do it. any of
0: that. Yeah.
3: That's all going to somewhere. Someone's <laughs> buying that information and using that
0: <laughs> And and I will say that when I was growing up and we studied World War II a lot because honestly that was my grandparents' war. And and so we studied that a lot in the school and, and one of the things that I think everybody struggled with was how did the average person in germany allow the things that took place mm-hmm. and what we learned was is they didn't only allow it they participated a lot mm-hmm. of times oh, yeah. And so how do you go from the nation that they were before world war 1 which they had a great and a great history that uh, of being a, a wonderful and, and influential influential people in the world. And then they went to become this nation of people that did just atrocious, tr- crazy, terrible things to their neighbors. Yeah. It's These true. atrocities that I can't even imagine being part of when they knew what the brown shirts were going to do people and they still turned them in.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I think it's, it's best described. I can't remember his name, but there was a Christian um, who wrote about this. Uh, And I think he was even a pastor um, in Germany. And uh, basically what he wrote is that, you know, first they came for the Jews. Mm -hmm. They came for this group of people and I said nothing. Then they came for this group of people and I said nothing. Mm -hmm. Then they came for this group and I said nothing. Finally, they came for me.
0: And there was nobody left to stop them. Right. And as long
2: as people are comfortable and it doesn't affect them, Mm-hmm. Right then, they see what's going on. Like, oh no, that's crazy. It, it just dick, happened it, to the neighbors. I don't you know, th- there was a reason for that. You know,
0: oh. but and part of, to justify. But it. part of that also was because the people become uninvolved in the world around them at the time. Oh, 100 yeah. percent. They they turned over their nation's day to day operation, their children's education, their their uh, faith and religious uh, religion mm-hmm. to to the state and to mm-hmm. to entities outside their control. Yep. We've done the same thing here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at what, and I don't want to belabor this a whole lot because we're going to do a whole show on it. But just look what happened with the kids in the last two weeks. The stories that have come out. Yeah. I mean, this thing in Kentucky where they put on a these boys dressed as girls and put on Mm. a strip show and did lap dances for the principal and the teachers. But here's the problem: one of the parents defended it. (laughs) This lady publicly defended what happened and then said, well, some in her biggest complaint was that some people just don't know how to keep their mouth shut. Are you kidding me? So we're not supposed to know what's happening in the schools then? This is the lunacy of what's going on. Well, it gets better. So we have a school board member in Miami that takes a group of elementary school students To a gay strip Strip club. Club. Yep, I remember reading about that. It was a
2: strip club. I heard it was a bar.
0: It was a strip club.
2: Oh, because in Broward bar. Bar, That's still. Wait, did you say (laughs) Miami? Yeah. Oh, because there there was also something in Broward County where they took him to a gay bar. I'm I'm just saying, and and the thing
0: that I people
2: people were outraged, and and one of the things that that they were saying, you know, it's like how can you know you know whether or not, like, you agree with whether they should be taken to, like... A, any bar! A, 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 ga- a gay establishment, <laughs> school,
0: right? Well, Elementary school kids should not go to any bar. Exactly. Whether or
2: not it's gay, right? <laughs> right.
1: It was a bar. Yeah. Like, Well, that's what I'm... What was their, like, purpose?
0: So, like, what was their education? Oh, no, no. It
2: was, it was cultural. It was cultural. Uh, some um, cultural thing. Inclusion, yeah. you know. So,
0: the thing that Social experiment. Got me at the end of this... This... this, this uh, Administrator thanked them for their sponsoring their annual visit to this club. Annual visit? So not that we had this happen. That this was just the time they got called. How caught. long has this been going on? Thank you. There's the question. Oh, my word! When I was in school, we
1: <laughs> annually went to the Environmental Study Center. That's what we did. We did go to bars every year.
0: But so, how many of the parents had knew? That their kids had gone to this gay bar. Would they have had to have known? In the I last mean, year or two honey, or what, three years. Oh,
3: hi, honey. What'd you do today? Oh, man. We went to a gay bar. <laughs> Bring well, good home for you, honey. That's, what do you want
0: for dinner tonight? I don't know very <laughs> many parents that would approve of any bar. No.
3: I mean, we don't. I mean, okay, granted, we are having a very. Uh, uh, decline in mental health in our, you know, country. So I mean,
0: but for that to be revealed as this is not the first time we've done this. This is an annual trip. This is unreal. I was like, "Are you kidding me?"
3: I am living in a parallel universe right now.
0: But this is how far we've let go. Yeah, of our children's how out education. Of touch we've been, and you know, we we talked about this a little bit last time. Parents that are standing up and. Calling out the school board and the school libraries for pornography in the their library or the things that the kids are being taught by the schools. And then the federal government's response was to call them terrorists. Yeah. yeah. I, I and saw to assign FBI agents to investigate <laughs> them and to yep. sit at the school board meetings when the parents come. Yeah. And to actually arrest and remove parents that speaking out for their children's behalf. We have gone from a society where when my grandparents had their kids in school, they had school board night that they went every week to either PTA meetings or the school board to talk about what was going to be taught in their schools and what needed to be done, what funds need to be raised, what needed to be changed. All of that was discussed. And the parents were part of the decision-making process. Matter of fact, they were the driver of the decision-making process. To parents aren't allowed to ask questions. Wow. Yeah. And what, three, two generations? How does that happen? Yeah, exactly. Well, the culture has changed. Because you let go of the wheel. Mm -hmm. We let go of the wheel. Mm -hmm. We all let go of the wheel and we let the government become the educator. And I'm going to say that very lightly because I think it's an indoctrinator. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure.
2: Oh, they barely educate now. If you don't have to um, have a uh, high school proficiency in math or reading, yep. if you don't even need to be able to read to graduate high school now, and you can't get and an or, and what, Oregon, and what, what's the other state that they passed that in? Was it, uh, was it Maryland? Um, you don't have to be able to read yeah Yeah, you don't graduate even have to be able to school, read.
0: You don't have to pass, pass mathematics or reading yeah. or writing. Right. Mm-hmm. To,
2: to graduate it, from high school.
0: You have to have that to, to graduate elementary school.
2: Uh, well, you you not should. What parallel
3: universe are you living in? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not here.
2: So, is, what are <laughs> they teaching one, now? <laughs> so, what, what, what's so important that they're teaching that they can't teach them how to read and write? Uh-huh. Well, I remember being, uh, when I was a
1: junior, it, that's when it, like, first started, and it was my history class was all about how bad white people are. It was the whole thing was about yeah, the, the slaves. So
0: this is all about social engineering. Now. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, We didn't so, learn history.
0: the thing that we have to keep in mind, though, is that this isn't a lost cause either. Mm-hmm. We have parents that are brave, that are standing up, and they're speaking out, and they're making change. We've seen... The mayor walk into a school board meeting and tell them, look, all of you need to resign today or you're going to jail. I I saw that. That was amazing. And guess what? They instituted change. (laughs) We've seen these parents come up and stand up and do things. They're instituting change. We can still take this nation back. We can still take our children's educations back. We can still take back control that we should have never given up.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But again, it means stepping out, taking chances. And to not be afraid to be called a racist or a bigot or whatever these words they're going to throw at you because they're going to attack you personally. And I see people now that are getting it and they're going, you don't get to define that about me. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly the attitude that we have to have. Mm -hmm. You do not get to define that in me. It's a weak argument that you're making and you Mm -hmm. need to keep it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And we just move on. We don't let it stop us. We all got afraid we all got afraid of, um, what was it, political correctness. Yep. Oh, yeah. We've got to quit being afraid of being politically incorrect. Jesus Christ was politically incorrect. Mm-hmm. And if you're a Christian, then you should be too. Yep. You know, you again, you want to do it in love, right? But mm-hmm. still, you've got to be able to stand up for what's right. And no matter what they say about you, no matter what they threaten you with, you do it anyhow. And know that there's, a, so, you know, 100 million people out here that are on the same page you're on. You're not standing alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we, if it means that some of us are getting thrown in prison because that's what we have to do, well, guess what? You're going to be in great company because that's what happened to Paul. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. And look what,
2: that, look what happened there. Mm-hmm. You know, we also have to um, get into the mindset that this is not going to be one year, two years. Oh, They're going to be yeah. uncomfortable a for a while. This is going to be... A decade, it may take a generation. To, like we may, it's a tingle, yeah. we may have to spend the rest of our lives in this mindset of fighting to take back, mm-hmm. um, and standing our ground before anything significant is shifted. But again. we're
0: at a point in, in our world, in in our nation, that we either choose to stand and fight now, mm-hmm. or we surrender. And if
2: I believe, if we surrender, then the end will come.
0: Oh, within a year. Yeah. I mean, the, if we do nothing, if we do nothing, there's not going to be another
2: election. God's going to look down mm-hmm. and be like, "Okay, this was the church's decision. Yeah, and, this was it. Uh, yep, here we go. Everything's aligned. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the how last, long did the political the correctness end of the age of the church? It took a while,
0: right? With the political correctness, oh, that took, was during uh, the, by, the 20, Obama administration. No, no, 20, no, it, no it, it started way before. It that. started way before him. It, it so, started probably in the late, in the early, in the mid '80s, I'm and It started. A little bit at a time, right? Yeah, so it gives you kind of a glimpse of how long we have to be fighting back. I mean, it went from the mm-hmm. '80s until the 2000s. I,
2: I don't remember a significant um, pushback on on like there actually being social repercussions for, no. from it until at, like but people, early to mid 2000s. Because even back, like, when I was in high school in the um, a- around the turn of the millennium, mm-hmm. um, you know, you had shows like Bill Maher's Political Correctness. And it was all about making fun of, of you know, of that stuff. It and, was. And, you know, SNL got away with, you know, a ton of stuff. You but know. if you weren't in the
0: media, if you were just an individual on in the street and there were certain things that you would say. I think it depends on where it in you were, in a laughing though. manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they were still starting to call you out. Mm. And it started then the, getting and, the ball rolling. Then in the 90s, it got a little bit more. And then because we had un, untalkable sub, subjects at that time. Oh. And then we moved into the 2000s, and then we got more into your face. In uh-huh.
2: the 2000s, we started getting into the thing where you couldn't say gay, you know, and all yeah. that. And that's when I think the shift really, like, you know, flipped. Yeah. Um, before then, I think it was just it like... It was a
0: warm-up all the way there. I mean, yeah. it took a, probably... 10 15 years, I mean, it didn't come night. out of nowhere. No, okay. It was, you know, I knew the process was long. a slow roll, right? It's a slow roll, we, it, so we have that It's just like I way. talked about last week it's <laughs> the boiling the frog syndrome, right? <laughs> right, you just crank that temperature up one degree at a time, and the frog never knows he's boiling exactly. Mm-hmm. And they did that with us, but we, at, we have to get to the point, and we have no time. We have only been with this president for 10 months. <laughs> oh, <my laughs>
2: It feels, it feels like,
0: like, feels like uh, <laughs> ten years, and and we've lost <sighs> we've lost more in this nation than I have seen in my whole life. It's gone quickly these last ten months. Hasn't so it? <laughs> if we do nothing, we, people need to get it. We have three more years of this presidency, unless God does something. Yeah. Yes, that's true. But if if we do nothing. I can't even begin to imagine, and nobody can, the irreparable harm that he can do in three more years if we do nothing. Well, I think as Christians,
1: not taking a stand is taking a stand.
0: It is. You're right.
1: Yeah. It's going at the opposite way. Either way, you're choosing something. You're choosing. And I feel like a lot of people nowadays, you know— are like the church of you know Laodicea. They're lukewarm. They're just like, oh, if I don't say anything, then I can't get in trouble, you know. And it's like, no, like not taking a stand, you're taking a stand for the wrong place. Well,
0: and and with them coming up the one world religion that's coming at us mm-hmm. next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, they're not slowing down in what they're doing. No. We're not even we're not even in this race yet. Yeah, because they are running, mm-hmm. and we haven't even picked ourselves up off the ground yet. When they get the one world religion and and this is coming very quickly, you will have to choose at some point, and I think you will have to choose some point in the next three years where you stand.
1: Oh 100%. And if you
0: are a professing Christian, especially an evangelical Christian, uh-huh. you're going to be again uh, you're gonna be on the out. Uh-huh. You will be hated. So how many people
1: are not going to make the right decision because they're not making a decision now.
0: And that's where people have to start asking exactly. themselves. Yep.
2: Well, the Bible you says have to it. get
0: prepared for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. I'm I'm sorry if you don't like the fact that you were born in this time and you have to think <laughs> this way, but you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And quite honestly, we should be praising God that we were chosen to be born in this time to be mm-hmm. able to face this.
1: Yeah. To fight for him, you mm-hmm.
0: know. Because there's a fight coming. And we are supposed to push back against the gates of hell. We're supposed to be the salt of this earth and keep this rotten corruption from taking over the planet. Mm-hmm. We can't do it being meek and quiet. We have to be aggressive about what we're doing now, do it correctly, and be vocal. Mm-hmm. We have means at our fingertips to make this country great again. Yeah, And we, we've got to get our representatives listening to us. Not to the people in DC, they got to be getting come home mm-hmm. and listen to their people. We got to send them back to DC on a mission, and we need to do that around this country in every state that's filled with believers. Yeah, we need to demand them to come back and listen to this. This is what we want you to go to DC and do. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't care if it's one topic at a time, it's how you do this. Yeah, this is there's a lot wrong and a lot, a lot of things going. In the wrong direction, but we don't have to try to fix everything at once. You do yeah. it one thing at a time.
2: There you go. Yeah, yep. the, the Democrats spent the last <laughs> 70, 80 years passing one bill at a time. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So we don't have to go try to fix the whole world in one day. Uh-huh. But we can go in there and we can fix it one thing at a time. Yeah. We can make one aspect of our world better at a time. Yeah. Yep.
2: And if we can get the flywheel turning back in the, the other, other direction, eventually like you can make bigger strides mm-hmm. in, you know, in quicker time.
0: It's going to start out slow, but, but it's going to It's going to feel momentum. real
2: slow because we have to stop the flywheel that's already it's, spinning. It's going fast. Well, yeah,
0: and the, we have to learn from what our enemy done, right? Right. So our enemy, they took, let's say, 40, 50 years to get to where we're at now, right? Because it really started back in the 60s. <clears throat> with this communist revolution and all that, right. But they stumbled and made mistakes and, and, but if we can go back and look at what they did and where their greatest successes come from, we can circumvent a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> right. And what, what, if you look at this and how they've got where they're at now, the, two things I mean, and everything centers around children. All right. one, the first mission for all Christians in this country is to get Roe v. Wade turned over. We've got to get we the abortion to stopped. Yeah. yeah. Because if we can stop abortion in this country, I oh, think man. we can gain a lot of favor with God. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I yeah. agree. And one of the things that we've lost is God's favor. hmm Look what we've done. We've murdered how many millions of babies? Millions. We've got to make that stop.
2: Yeah. I mean I, I look at the state of the nation right now and I look at it from like you know a blessing and curse cursing mm-hmm, you know perspective mm-hmm. and if you look at the few states that are trying to do what is right um you know the work We've got states that are, we've got Texas that um, passed the heartbeat bill. Mm-hmm. We got Florida where we're they're trying to get the heartbeat bill, like in front of. You I know, just signed to, a yeah. Thing so for so, it. so did I. So, and but you've got you've got governors who are trying to do what's right, you know, and and try to actually um, be, a part, you know, based on the principles that this country was founded on, mm-hmm. and you can see these these states have like a little bit of protection, you know, or a little bit more more blessing, mm-hmm. you know, like we don't feel the effects of the last year and a half quite like some of the other states in
0: this nation do. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. And I've we, seen a lot of empty grocery right. store shelves in other states, but yeah, not no really day. here yet. That's yeah. what I'm
2: saying. Like, you know, I hear all these things that are going on. Like, mm. I... I see some prices going up, but I don't really feel the effects of what everybody is saying is going on. Right? What were you telling um, about your what was it, your brother in San Diego?
3: Yeah, my brother, my brother in San Diego. Yeah, he had a good friend of his that took that was in Michigan and took a picture of the of, of the shelves there in Michigan. There mm-hmm. and same as some of the photos you sent me in Michigan, shelves were empty. Yeah. You know, and the and gas too is like, what was it like seven dollars a gallon? Yeah, seven dollars a gallon down. Now. In, 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 yeah. yeah. San <laughs> Diego. Yeah. So like when <laughs> like... I
1: hear about like California and New York and stuff, they almost sound like <laughs> different like countries. Almost like that's how different it is. Right. And I think that's going along with what and, you and, were saying. And I
2: think it's got to do yeah. to a lot I mean, you know, eventually people get the leadership they deserve. And these these other states and these cities have leaders that are completely against them. Um, And trying to destroy them. And I think that God, you know, while we are not perfect and, you know, Florida still allows abortion, you know, Mm -hmm. if we can get to a place where we remove these offenses before God's eyes, you know, that even more blessing could come from him Mm -hmm. and even more protection, you know, so that. And and it can become a dichotomy of looking at like this is the way it's done this way this is the way it's mm-hmm. done this way and people may not say see be able to see necessarily that you know this is God's hand in it but Christians should know mm-hmm. absolutely oh yeah hundred percent yeah and
0: I agree and I, so I think that that's number one that should be number one on the Christian agenda is to help make that right You're right. And I think the second one needs to be just regaining the education system. We yeah. need to regain the We've, we've yeah. got to yes. take the indoctrination of our children away from these people. You pull them out of your public schools right now. And, and yeah, the, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah, that's my, been my mantra. That's my line. Yeah, <laughs> get, get your them kids out, out of public school right Do now. It now. Yeah, no, and, I, and, and, and we're going to have another show that talks specifically on. The education system. Yeah. Um, you
3: got to wake people up. You know, I, I'm going to take part in waking some people up. You know, when you go to the gas pumps, you know, I got these, these fun little stickers now that uh, it says, I did that. And it has Joe Biden pointing at the gas, you know, <laughs> so this <so laughs> will help, help to indoctrinate the other way. Maybe show
2: some truth.
0: <laughs> You're too funny. No, but we, we do need to speak out. We need to make sure that we have to stop living in life in neutral yeah um, we have to engage like like our intro says, there's a war going on around us, folks. and if you don't understand that, then oh, again, I think you're asleep yep. because these people that have an agenda that is contrary to what the Constitution says, the that what contrary to what the Word of God says, and contrary to what the American people want. They're destroying us. Yeah. And because too many people are asleep, too many people are in neutral or not engaged in this fight. We don't even, most of us don't even know there's a fight going on.
3: Yeah. I've for, seen this in several and, people and, that are even family members that are like this. And it's like,
2: oh,
0: my word.
3: Like, if we can <laughs> ignore it, that means it's not happening.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: exactly. That, that, that's part of the problem is people, you know, the people that don't even realize it's going on. I mean, you don't have very much influence. Mm. You know, if if it's not on the mainstream media, if they don't understand how the Internet works, mm. like how that there is actually two Internets, there's there's the real Internet and then there's Google's Internet. Yeah, um, yeah that's, that's true. Uh, and so if they don't and they don't have the drive to actually, you know, figure out how to search for truth, you know, when it comes to figuring out what's going on with the, you know, with, and and how to find things. Um you know, they only have access to this sliver of information, which appears to be the whole yeah. because that's the propaganda machine. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's all they have access to. They don't know that there's an alternative.
0: But, and Grant, but Grant, there's still a lot of cognitive dissonance out there. No, I and believe mean, we so. We talked about that last week Yeah. where people, it can never happen in America. You're, you're, you're just exaggerating. It can't be as bad as you're saying.
3: Not here. And,
0: and honestly, there's a ton of that. I know a lot of people that know that there's something ain't quite right, but it can't be all that bad. The, you know, the world's not going to come to an end. Come on. They're not going to take away your house and your freedoms, and they're not going to take away ownership. This whole Agenda 2030 thing or this that you're talking about is, oh, that's just a, uh, another conspiracy theory. That can't happen.
1: I think one of the biggest problems is Christians are are just people saying, like, oh, it'll work itself out. Everything will just work itself out. We don't have to do anything. And Americans
0: think we're so immune to what happens in the world.
1: Exactly. Uh But when Jesus, when the disciples asked him, what's the end of the day is going to look like? He didn't say, we'll figure it all out when we get there. It'll happen. Like, just don't worry about it. No, he said, do not be deceived. This, 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 and this is going to happen. that's true. Very true. And I feel like. We just need to get on that, like... Okay, we need to figure out what's going on. We need mm. to get educated and and
3: well, kind get of, the information. When you and I were talking with Brad Grant, and uh, I was talking to you guys about that civil asset forfeiture, Gosh, that's not going to happen around here, yeah. in Florida. What? Where? You know, that's an isolated incident. No, there is a lot of those civil asset forfeitures going on right well, now.
2: I had actually never heard of that before. I, know. Uh, know. I
3: was trying to explain to these guys. I was sending them articles about well, so, you know that that guy in Oklahoma, police seized 140k. Yeah, He's they, going to buy some property. They do it every wow. day. Every day.
0: Yeah, they do it every day, and nobody understands that. Mm. That's not going to happen in America. What are you talking about, Jamie? <laughs> every day can in America. <laughs> um, I mean, we have people that have been told that they, they can't kick people out of their rental properties for a year. Oh, yeah. Because they weren't paying rent. These same people can't afford to pay the mortgage on the house that they're renting mm-hmm. and their mortgage on their house they're living in. Or maybe the three or four properties they're, they're, they they're have loans against they because they're trying to have a business. Yep. And pretty soon, now they lose them to the bank. Well, guess, how, guess who gets that? Mm-hmm. We're back to talking about BlackRock. Uh-huh. <laughs> BlackRock buys them up for pennies on the dollar. Yep, yep. So, and,
2: and that's the whole point of all of this is to get it out of the hands of the American people and into the hands of corporations that can be controlled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like an empire just going and taking –
1: Little but bits at but a time. people
0: need to become aware of these things yeah. because if you don't know that's happening, then it doesn't seem weird to you that this stuff, you know. Yeah,
1: you just don't care. You
0: just think <laughs> that when so and so couldn't afford to keep their house, then they filed bankruptcy and the bank got it. Well, no, the bank doesn't want to own your bank. Your no, it house goes to
1: auction or whatever. Yeah, and then these giant. It companies used to buy be it.
0: that maybe. You know, Joe down the street would buy it as an investment and remodel it and, mm-hmm. and sell it again, or or rent it. Mm-hmm. You just try to do the same thing that you tried to do, right? Yep. No, not anymore. Now we have BlackRock that's stepping in, and they're buying up eighty percent of all houses that are failing. Dude, <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, they ha- they have so much power and money now that they're now part of the Federal Reserve. Whoa,
1: <laughs> that's big.
0: They've been they were invited to be part and asked you know and assigned a portion of this Nash, international banking policy that now I think they got fifteen percent stake in it now, which means if every loan they ever get they can just forgive. Yeah. Wow. How would you like to be that person? Oh, that would be amazing. I want to take ten <laughs> million dollars out and tomorrow go. Hmm, it's forgiven. Whoa. <laughs> I mean these are the types of moves that are happening in our world that nobody really is paying attention to. Yeah. People aren't taking the time to understand it and they're trying to stay uninvolved because it's not my business. Well, guess it is your business. Yeah. Yeah. Because just as you said, Grant, today they're coming for this people. Uh-huh. Today they're coming for the billionaires. Uh-huh. They, you know, the what is it, the world that could not uh, who, is it somebody in the UN um Told Elon Musk that he, a, he should write a six billion dollar check to end world hunger, <laughs> so and I, I think Elon's listen. people had the the, <laughs> the most phenomenal response. This same group of people that said this to Elon this year raised eight point five billion dollars last year to end world hunger. They didn't end it. Yeah, right. so what, how was Elon's six billion going to end what their eight point five <laughs> couldn't end.
1: Uh huh. Exactly. So what did <laughs> they use that for?
0: But I mean. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> we just make these claims, right? So, but today they're coming after Elon. Tomorrow mm-hmm. they're going to come after Donald Trump or who knows who, right? Right. The next guy on the poll and next next year it'll be the people that are making $5, $5 million a year instead of billions, right? Yep. How long before it gets to be you?
3: Yeah, exactly.
0: They're not going to be satisfied until they have everything. everybody.
3: Yep. That's the whole point. Just like those vaccine mandates, you know, companies over 100 people need to get vaccinated, you know. And and, what was it just today? You showed that article. Now it's companies below 100. It's going to be
0: everybody. And before it was you have to be fully vaccinated. And now it's fully vaccinated and the boosters. And the boosters. Yeah. I mean, every time we capitulate in order for them to not take it any farther, Mm -hmm. they take it farther. Mm Mm-hmm. This is only going to end when we stand up and say no more. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's true. So the the point of this show today, it wasn't to chastise anybody, but it was to educate people. And and we all have to admit that we have relinquished control Uh Mm -hmm. for ease and comfort, right? Hell yeah, I mean, we all get busy. We don't have time to run the kids to the mm-hmm. soccer game and go to PTA and do this and do that. We have to start figuring out what's more important to us. Mm-hmm. And we have to decide that we're not going to be entertained to death, that we're going to stand up and have a voice and can some control over the world around us, or we're just going to be slaves.
1: Because whatever you put first, that's going to be your God. Absolutely. That's right. God's telling you to do something. You're not doing it. And you can't
0: serve two masters.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: I mean, we have all of the answers at our fingertips. Yeah. We need to be heavy in the word. We need to be praying like our lives depend on it because guess what? They do. (laughs) They do. (laughs) Right. And not just our lives, but our children's lives and the lives of all of our loved ones around us. All of our friends and neighbors are... Relying on us to do the right thing. Ooh, that's a heavy burden, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some responsibility does come with being the freest nation on the planet. Oh, yeah. It does. Oh.
1: Gotta actually but we certainly
0: it. Ask, act like it doesn't take any responsibility. <laughs> yep. No effort. Mm-hmm. Guess what? We're wrong. And I say we because I've been guilty as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not innocent in this.
2: Well, we accepted the lie that we don't have to be responsible. Our yeah. our representatives, our congressmen, our president, they are all responsible. And we, then we turned around and let them do whatever they we, want. We've relegated our authority to them. Yeah.
0: But guess what? In a nation that was founded on the principles of God and the Bible, in a, in a nation that was founded by God himself, I believe that he is again forgiving and extremely patient. Mm-hmm. Extremely if we're patient. We're willing to stand up and make a stand and do what's right now, mm-hmm. and return to Him. Pray, ask for Him to forgive us as our nation and as individuals. Mm-hmm. He can heal us. Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: And I don't yep. think it's too late. I heard something. God's patient. God's patience is correlated to what we know about Him uh-huh. and what mm-hmm. we know. Mm-hmm. So it's like now that we know this stuff, it's our responsibility. Stand up and do something about it, instead yeah. right. of right. just saying Absolutely. whatever with
0: it. All right. Well, I'm getting the signal. We're out of time for the day. That's a wrap. We we can do these every day almost. Oh it seems man, like, man. That'd be so much fun. They, they give us so much to talk about. <laughs> we can have a 24 hour. We <laughs> show. didn't even touch on a lot of your stuff. I know. Well, I know. But that's all right. It just means we get to meet again. Yes. Right. It's a goal. Yes. <laughs> I want to I
1: check off all these things. Man, we
0: would be here for hours. <laughs> All right. Well, um, this has been a Veritas Resurgence broadcast. And today on A Voice Calling in the Wilderness, we've been talking about current events and the responsibilities of just the average American and our believers, how we can take our nation back, how we can take our lives back, and, and to uh, be responsible for the gifts that God's given us. So if you would, please take a moment and subscribe to our podcast. And don't forget to visit our website at vrbroadcast.org where you can find more teaching and ask questions of the show and our guests also find us on facebook at a voice calling in the wilderness and do us a favor recommend the podcast to your friends and family again thank you for listening and have a blessed day